Let's do it. Yep. So. And we're hot. Welcome to another edition of the Bro Show. Today's bros are Christian and Alan. And that's the it. The actual bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the OG crew. We have a lot so, of uh, adopted bros, surrogate bros. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, a lot of guests. A lot of guests on the show. That's a good word. Yeah, guests is still. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a lot, but a few. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, what you, what you got for me? I don't. I mean, we. I don't even know if we're starting yet. So, so, what, so what, yeah. I, we can. Here's the thing that I was. Remember, I was talking about those rapid fire icebreakers. Mm-hmm. I only wrote down one. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was gonna be a list of like four or five, but I only have one. I think. I, oh, I think one is always rapid fire. It's like it's like when you have a. Um, man, I got a. I got a collection of stuff how many do you have one <laughs> it's not a collection you just have one of something <laughs> yeah so um well the one that i wrote down was um our daughter mm-hmm. our oldest daughter charlene she just came back from something called vacation bible school which is like mm-hmm. a week of um like in the summer like a week of learning about jesus and kind of having some fun with the other kids and stuff mm-hmm. and she brought home a music cd with some of the songs from Vacation Bible School, and she wanted to play it. Okay. I said, "Cool." Well, she, when she goes to hand it to me, she's holding it like a frisbee. Yeah, and, she, and or she, something and, or like. And a... she's like, I think she was eating. So the, she got like, like chicken grease or something on the CD. <laughs> and like, I'm like, Charlene, come on, you gotta be careful. And then, um, and then like, so I I tried to clean it off and stuff, right? And then we didn't we didn't, we ended up not listening to it until later that day. She goes to hand it to me again, drops it, like just drops the <laughs> CD. And then it occurred to me like, I don't think she knows, like that How it that works. CDs need to be delicate. The only way we usually yeah. play music is through the radio or through the phone because even like mm-hmm, tapes mm-hmm. we don't do like in our house we don't have any vinyl or anything. So yeah. CDs. Use, and usually, like, we probably listened to some back in, uh, like, when she was younger, but we, the adults were always the one handling them. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure she doesn't know how... I kind of felt bad for kind of scolding her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I was scolding her for something that she probably should know, but she... Or I thought she should know, uh-huh. but with, you know, thinking like a five-year-old, like... How would I know yeah. to hold this thing like this? Yeah. <laughs> like I have no reference, or yeah. So no, no. DV, I assume she doesn't really do DVDs either that much, or or maybe she doesn't. She doesn't no, make an she, association. She doesn't handle them. She doesn't yeah. handle them. Like we don't, because I like I'm I'm more just concerned with her like uh, uh, breaking the tray mm-hmm. of our Blu-ray player yeah. or something. So like we'll have some that we mm-hmm. watch, but we'll handle them ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in this case, she, like she pulled it out of her backpack, the CD. It wasn't in like any envelope or anything, and uh, yeah, so it started skipping right away. Like it's pretty much already <laughs> damaged. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's so your 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 point is just that your reaction though was just kind of retroactively. You're like, oh, maybe I should have kind of handled yeah, it a bit maybe. differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that that so reminds me of something that happened last night. We were uh, getting the kids ready for bed, right? Uh, so I got uh-huh. to brush brush Ryan's teeth, and then he was. Uh, afterwards, I said, "Okay, well, it's time to go to bed." He's like, "Yeah, but mom said that uh, that I could play for a little bit, and so we went upstairs, and then I thought we were gonna play, but then she just we just started cleaning things up, so <laughs> it wasn't." <laughs> and then I looked over at uh, I looked over at my wife, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's kind of right, actually. Uh, I did tell him I was gonna play, and we just started cleaning up. So, all right, you can you can stay <laughs> hang around and play for a little bit, but it's like the con job worked basically. <laughs> That's awesome. You want to come upstairs? All right, we can play, and then." 
<laughs> our idea of playing is just putting the kids' toys away. So for us, it is playing. Oh, isn't this fun? We're putting this in this basket, and we're putting that in this, you know, dollhouse. And, and they're yeah. like, wait, we're not playing anything yet. We're just cleaning <laughs> the stuff. That's our adult lives. That's how That's how exciting they've become, where, where cleaning is, is playing. It's like, oh, this is fun, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, because sometimes, yeah, even, like, we'll have... Um, when the kids go to sleep or something, like, okay, let's have some time to ourselves. What should we do? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I really need to do is I need to put the laundry away. Or, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, let's, now, now that the kids are down, let's see if we can organize this part of the pantry or something. <laughs> right. So right. we'll just do stuff like that. Well, I have these certain, these, like, whenever I'm parenting, I, or, you know, when I say parenting, whenever I'm interacting with the kids, I have this thing mm-hmm. where, like, part of my interaction method is just organic like okay here's how I would interact with them anyway and then part of it is a little bit analytical where I'm like huh I wonder how this affects me being a parent how if I'm doing the right thing if I should be doing something better like another one was um, we went ice skating uh, at the Galleria like we just had a Sunday off and I said you know what we usually when we're all off we just kind of nap and hang out at the house but I said let's go do something fun but here in Houston mm-hmm. um, during the summer, you don't really want to be outdoors, so we went ice skating. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she's um, Charlene has been ice skating before, like once, but um, we were with a. This time it was just mm-hmm. me and her, and I kind of wanted to do more than just hold her hand and drag her around the wall of the mm-hmm. ice skating rink, you know, which is I think what she yeah. wants to do. So we did we did a couple laps of like you know like a little falling down and a little bit like just trying to learn the basics and stuff. And long story short, she is kind of getting it. Okay. Like she's picking it up a little bit quicker than uh, I thought I probably would have at that age. And like you know because she does jujitsu, mm-hmm. and so she's her footwork is is uh, not bad for her age. And I'd use some jujitsu terms. I'm like, look, if you, if you seem unstable, then just mm-hmm. use your base. Use your base. You know, it's basically like get into an athletic position to where you're pretty mm-hmm. much kind of stable. And um, I was like, wow, that's cool that some of the other things that she's practicing are helping her in this mm-hmm. other new activity. But then also I was thinking, like looking ahead, I wonder what other things um, I might want to try to... I might want to try to get her into to see what she's interested in and then also to kind of make her what I feel like would be like a well-rounded kid. You know, not just athletics, but like artsy or like educational stuff or mm-hmm. or socially even, you know. Yeah, because there are things that I feel like, hmm, just, just like this exposure of ice skating, mm-hmm. it was really just a for fun thing. But um, if it's something that she like starts to like or if it leads to something else... You know, I started kind of brainstorming yeah. in that direction just yeah, as yeah. I'm watching. So her transferable ice skate, skills, you know? it sounds like, is a big thing because I think for you, the fact that you were able to talk about her base, which is a jujitsu term, she's able to apply it to another thing, mm-hmm. is, is nice. So the yeah, I, I I look for that when it comes to things that the kids are interested in or the things that I focus on. Uh huh. Like let's say if if Ryan's learning about swimming, right? Uh huh. Um, I don't necessarily focus on the specific things that would be just can't transfer outside of swimming. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just actually it, it's the way he conducts himself in a class. So now it's like conduct, you know. Yeah. But that's because that's something if he can practice doing that in a swimming class, it's something he can do in other situations. So well, I think I, I don't know. Um, to me, 
there's something transferable about every activity. I feel like, like you, I feel like if you dig deep enough, you can find something that's mm. transferable about any activity. Um, that's true. Yeah, like I, you're I talking about, yeah, like conduct. Uh, I would also say paying attention. You know, that's something that you kind of isn't like you have to learn a little bit. You know, yeah, I can see that some kids do it better than others. Um, yeah, I was just saying that. Yeah, it's a physical activity, but it's the I'm focusing on something like behavioral, so that's not the physical part of it. Let's say. Yeah. And I, yeah, I agree with you that there are things that are transferable, um, but but not everything is transferable, and also there are some things where it is specialized enough where it does seem like it's a stretch to find the transferable thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, like lately at our work, some of our um, some of the shifts have have uh, been like restructured to where I have different shift partners now. Like where I work, I basically work just hand in hand with one other person. And for a while, for I think about a year, it, I had just one shift partner, and I grew like a certain working relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would talk about certain things. We happen to have a few things in common, you know. Now. Uh, they're juggling the personnel a little bit, and I'm I'm having different shift partners, and I'm finding that I'm having to work a little bit to find like a common topic of conversation. But um, mm-hmm. so so the stuff that they talk about, I don't want to just say, hey, I'm not interested in that. You know, I don't want to, I don't care. But um, I, I do try to drag out stuff like that, like some of these transferable skills to where I can kind of relate to them, so we can have at least that in common. You know, like some examples. Mm-hmm. Um, hunting fishing ice fishing uh cross-country skiing like hmm, they, um, they actually do kind of sound interesting to me i just don't have any first-hand experience with any of them you know yeah but you do have first-hand experience about like having a passion for something mm-hmm. like for me if i was in your situation i i do something similar where i get them talking about something they like yeah and then the thing i can relate to is the fact that you like something it's like oh i can relate to liking something as much as you like your thing mm-hmm. and 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 then I, if i want i can extend to be like yeah the thing that i like that's kind of like your thing is and then it's a nice switch to whatever yeah do you yeah. ever have this though this happens to me sometimes where like you know i want like let's say me and you let's say we have it's, there's some topic that you care about that i, I don't necessarily it's not it's not of interest to me and games. like like board game no like i guess <laughs> let's pretend that i'm not i don't care about your board games because some, some okay. of them are actually are pretty cool <laughs> okay but let's say so those so let's say there's a board game that you're interested in that i'm like oh, okay well i guess that's fine that you're interested in it but as you're talking i'm trying to like segue into a different board game but the segue means that i, I am listening i'm listening to your the board game you're talking about right mm-hmm. well <laughs> you like like me trying to segue out maybe might sound like I'm interested in your talk. You just keep talking about it. So, like, now I'm, I'm not really even segueing yeah, out of it. Yeah, exactly. That so don't, experience. Uh, that's sort of a similar situation to, like, a, a party or a social situation where you just find yourself talking to somebody, and then you're like, whoa, okay, I've kind of been talking to this person for a long time. I need to, like, go to other parts <laughs> of the room, you know, and uh, just like, cap- hey, I just, thought we were mingling, just, Yeah, dude. this guy's kind of capitalizing you know my is, time. Right? <laughs> and uh, I think one of us... You start looking at your watch. Yeah, we don't, we don't cut this off. It's going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be here the whole night, and I didn't come just for this spot. Uh, so that's what it reminds yeah. me of. So, yeah, so don't segue into more of their stuff. You segue into your stuff and then if they reel it back into their stuff then you're like oh okay i guess they want to keep talking about it but you give them yeah, yeah, yeah. you give them some sort of uh some sort of out yes that's that kind of that's that reminds me of uh this actually this past weekend we went out 
it was supposed to be like three couples, like mm. me, two coworkers, and then our, our, our wives, right? Or, spouses, or you know, yeah. our spouses, yeah. And um, one one of the coworkers, like, hey, can I bring somebody else? Mm-hmm. Like another couple. I'm like, I guess so. Yeah, we're, it's not like it was not a private party or anything, mm-hmm. you know. So there ended up being four couples, and uh, everyone started showing up. But it was it was fine, right? Yep. And then like um, everyone was conversing, having a good time, it was fine. And then I started noticing like the conversation. I I was kind of I, I didn't I wasn't really hoping for anything, mm-hmm. but I guess my preference was that we were all conversing together, like one group of conversation. Oh, okay. But then because of the volume of people, it seemed like there were two it or three separate conversations yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. And, and and not like, um, and, and not merging back into like a group conversation, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, uh, later on throughout the night, um, the group ended up splitting up a little bit. Like, so like as fun of a night as it was, part of me was like, huh, I kind of, I was kind of thinking that we would all like, end up together mm-hmm. instead of just like start together you know so not that it was a disappointing night not by any means because it was fun but like that part of it i guess like my idea of um having like a, a night out together i guess is different than maybe somebody else's which is like hey let's see how, let's let's try to get the most number of people we can mm-hmm. or hey let's try to see as many venues as we can mm-hmm. you know there's like different people have different preferences as far as what they look for for a night out especially like you know, I, I like I, I don't get that much time uh, where I don't have the kids with me, so I want to maximize the time. But mm-hmm. I guess that word "maximize" might mean something to one person, where it means something different to somebody else. Yeah, and with more with more people, the more likely it is that you're gonna diverge and want to do different things. So um, something to keep in mind, like uh, or maybe to shift your expectations for knowing, like, okay, well, if it's a if it's a date night, but it's four couples. Hmm. That's gonna be a little bit more, um, kind of loosey goosey. It's gonna be a little bit more like uh, not everybody's gonna want to do the same thing. Yeah. Or it's gonna be like a little bit more like lulls in in things because maybe you're finished doing your thing and then, and then maybe you were doing it with another couple, but then there's two other couples doing something else. So. Well, and I I found yeah. that it was the opposite. It was almost like there, I, I didn't see any lulls. There was more overlaps. Like I found myself listening. Or trying to engage in two separate conversations. <laughs> oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah, not and not for me. It wasn't necessarily what they were talking about. Part of it was, but really, like I kind of came to hang out with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I came to hang out with you. Yeah. So, I guess to me, like that's why, like if I were if I was like a, a picky like event planner, you know, mm-hmm. I would say, um, you know, like when I when I found out like another couple's coming, I'm like. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the person to say no. It's just us. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, I have, I have uh-huh. a good, I have a good framework for which we can work this around. Okay. Um, and this is going to be my hard left okay. into basketball. <clears throat> so, <laughs> but I'll get around to your point. Trust me on this. Uh, just follow me for a second. So basketball Saturday, I played freaking great. Probably like the best I've ever played basketball. You're in the zone. I was like in the zone. I was like a distributor. Some guy was joking around in the beginning. He's like, oh, all right, we're going to expect big things out of you. So I was playing with a new group of guys. Uh-huh. Um, and it was because mm-hmm. my neighbor, uh, he he plays basketball with, with a group of, of guys separate from the group that I play with on, on Saturday. We don't know. And his, his uh, wife and kids are, are in Puerto Rico right now. So he's just kind of been a bachelor like, by himself, which in some ways, like, you know, it's like for – and for the first few minutes, it's like, whoa, awesome freedom. Kind of like you were just saying how you can't really get that, right? But if you have that sort of an abundance, let's say for like a month, 
it, it'll probably be good for like a two hours and then after that you're just he, he said he misses the chatter and the noise in the house actually so I, I i kind of took it upon myself to say like well let me just uh, hang out let me just hang out with you uh and, and play with your group of, of uh friends for this, okay. this saturday versus the, the group i normally go to and so um anyways group of guys where yeah. they didn't know who i was they said we expect great things out of you because you were in pants and i said well <laughs> what? that's uh, yeah because everybody's wearing shorts because it was hot but i was oh, wearing like i thought because uh, they like weren't wearing pants, pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is in their skivvies and you actually got a pair i didn't know i didn't know who were in, i didn't know your group of friends was a nudist colony <laughs> that was gonna lay Post up. Post up. <laughs> no no <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> anyway, awesome. So you, so everyone, um, everyone's really got shorts well that, on, and you're wearing a pair of pants, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. And I just told them it's because I ran out of shorts. <laughs> so, um, so don't expect nothing. But I did well. Um, probably got like in one game of a game to eleven, I probably got like four assists in one nice. game, and like like maybe like th- uh, three buckets and one or two like fast break shots. It sounds. I mean, and then, does it sound? Um, and then, like, sorry, uh, probably like three or four steals throughout did, the day. Were you playing ahead. like? Did you heat check yourself? And even those shots are going in. Is that your? It's because it sounds like even throughout, even while playing, you're like, man, I'm having a pretty good day. No, what was weird was I, I was so it was full court. That was another oh, okay. big factor. So it was full court, and I was so I was looking to like I was driving. Uh-huh. I was I was driving the the you know to the hole a lot in order to look for defenses collapsing so I could you pass. You could kick out, yeah. Like and I yeah, and I could kick out. And then when they weren't because the defenses were just staying yeah. lazy, I just I just like kind of went for things myself. And I was like, oh okay, I'm nice, making these. Man. You know, like I blew by my guy and nobody's helping. So okay, this is nice. open. Or if uh, if somebody gets a board, I'm already crack. I'm already racing to the other end of the floor and everybody's lazy to get back on D. That's so awesome. Here I go and then just make sure that I don't. You know, like I got, you have to slow down. You know, slow down before you, and don't assume like every everything is gonna be like LeBron, uh, <laughs> like coming up from behind to do a block. It's not, oh, it's not gonna happen like yeah. that. So, I, so I kept my composure essentially. Yeah, right? that's good. Um, man. Which is hard to do because usually you're like going 100 miles per hour and you just like throw the ball like way out of the court. Right, and stuff. right, right. So it was a lot of those, uh-huh. which was which was good. Um, actually, I like I I did a game winner that way. Like we we were you know 10 to whatever, uh-huh. 10 to eight, uh-huh. and then. We had a a, um, a steal that turned into just a fast break, break bucket just to end the game. Nice, man. Okay, so that was Saturday. Uh-huh. The Friday group that I'm usually with, right? The Friday group of guys, eh, not so much. Like, I was probably the worst player on that group. <laughs> you so, were a big um, fish in a small pond on Saturday. Yeah. The opposite on, yeah. on Friday. On Friday, right? And also, on top of that, um, I ha- we, we instead of starting at a normal 6 o'clock time, which is still, like, really early, we started at 5.30. Oh, dang. This time. Yeah, yeah, because there's a summer camp that comes in at about six thirty, and this is a.m. Like, right? To from what the court. I remember, this is yeah Friday morning yeah, is Friday a.m. So five thirty a.m. You're on the court. Wow, yeah, exactly. And that one, that was two on two. Oh, <laughs> so you can imagine the amount of energy required for two. Yeah, there's not as much hiding defensively. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, uh, I'll bring it around to your point from earlier. Uh-huh. If you're thinking about hanging out and you're doing like, you know, uh, date nights, yeah, right? Yeah. A four on four, four couples dynamic is different than two couples dynamic. Yeah. Because right? two couples, it's two on two, nowhere to hide, but in the same like, which for some people is great because you're highly engaged all the time and you're always in the present moment, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? Four on four, kind of like you said, there's overlap, there's other things going on, but also you can also just sit back and chill and then not feel like you're killing, you're not 
super responsible for what happens to all those other people. Yeah, well, and that's kind of what right? ended up happening because, like, usually on those on yeah. those nights, especially the night, like, it was my people, it wasn't my wife's people that we were going out with. Okay. So, I, so my, my concern is, is, is she going to have fun? Oh, right, you right. Know, because, she, like, she, she's out of her comfort zone more than I'm out of mine. Yep. But, um, she, and she has, she's had a blast you know, from everything I'm, because I, for a while I was like, yeah, it kind of sucks that we kind of, split up and stuff like i was trying to be my own worst critic mm. and she was like talking to me off the ledge she's like no it was fun i had a good time we had a good mm. time it was fine and with the group that we split off with it was fine yeah, you know? yeah. and i'm like oh, okay yeah maybe i guess so well maybe because yeah, so, your mindset was still on like three on three and then when it was yes, four on four probably right probably and then yeah. also you felt like it was your group right so it, it would be as if i yeah i brought like that basketball analogy if i brought because i went with my neighbor on that saturday uh-huh. but if my neighbor uh-huh. went with me right uh-huh. i would hope yeah. that he was competitive and all of my buddies would bring their game you know like and yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. like mess around and stuff like that even though it's just freaking basketball right like just yeah you're supposed to just have fun and that's true it's and even this but, case it's yeah. like the case i'm talking about where we're just hanging out like at a bar you know or at a couple bars and like it, when when we flip the script, like whenever I go hang out with my wife's coworkers, then you're right. I am a little bit more relaxed because that's her people. You so know? you can take a back seat. And, you don't have to perform as much. Yeah, and and really, I mean, like, dude, I'm an awesome dude. I'm gonna hang out and be cool. And it comes out now. <laughs> like, like sometimes, yep. she, <laughs> sometimes she tells me like, um, you know, some of these coworkers, man, they thought you're really cool and stuff. And and then all like uh, I'm like, babe, one day you're gonna realize how awesome of a dude you married, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I knew I wasn't good looking, so I had to make up for somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we call that having personality, honey. Personality, personality plus. So, yeah, because yeah, like when we're hanging out, um, my wife's awesome. I don't want to like <laughs> make it sound like she's not. She's really well, awesome yeah. too. But like so socially, yeah. she, it, she doesn't have the same. Um, it's not inherent with her to mingle. Like she's like kind of just staying stay around me, and like she's polite okay. and she's nice, you know. Um, but like there's there's a little bit of a language barrier because English is her second language. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, especially if people are rattling off like baseball stats, like guns and shit, and yeah, <laughs> awesome. So, Paul, go ahead and uh, go ahead and jump in. I think uh, you know whether we record this or not. It's good to see you, man. Oh, you guys are you guys are dorks. You guys are dorks. So yeah, <laughs> you know. so that so that was oh, okay. Oh, we're we're hot. We're yeah, hot. but we're you hot. keep talking. You're the one editing this, so whatever. Yeah, I, that, yeah. That's why maybe I'm not so considerate. I just start it and then we catch something <laughs> and we catch it. And then you're like, this motherfucker should have recorded it. Like start like <laughs> cut there's, this bullshit. Yeah, and five minutes later. And there's some, some other ones where at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I wish we would have kept that last bit of the conversation, yeah. but you cut it too early. Yeah, yeah. So I can't. I can't win. Basically. Or you are winning, so. dude. Or I'm you, winning. You know what I've been meaning to tell you because you've um, you sent me like three or four episodes without me and Paul. But me and Paul are still listening to him and doing work off of your own show now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to let you know, I listen to the show like oh, like when I drive, when the new ones come out. I'm uh, like, wait, I was there. Like, why am I listening to this? Like, and, then on, and then on top of that, now I have to listen to it. What, what I end up doing is I, I pop open the uh, description and mm-hmm. um, I pop up in the description and I listen to it. And then when I hit a note 
I pause it and then I type in like a little blurb, like as you've yeah. been seeing in the yeah. 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 Do you know how much longer that makes a podcast? Yeah, oh. no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure Alan does because he. That's, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Pod, that's why he it, listens to the whole thing, the, in, not including the stuff. He listens to the stuff you didn't even have to hear because he cut all that yeah. stuff. The great, the great thing is like I'll do this at my office where I have mm-hmm. that um, that headset that never works, right? Oh yeah. So Logitech. <laughs> yeah, Logitech. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, the that that headset actually has buttons on the ears. So, oh, okay. like, what I'll do is I'll actually be editing pictures, and then, um, so I'll be editing, and then I'm like, oh, I heard something, dot, and then there's another button I set to, like, alt, like, uh, alt tab, so then uh-huh. it goes right to the note, and I'm like, all right, da, 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 and then I just hit it again, and then hit it again. That's awesome. Keep going, yeah, like, it just makes my workflow So, you, like, your right hand is on a mouse that has three, three buttons on it, let's say, and then your left hand is on a headset that also has, like, three, it's like you're using, like, a, like, two... Like two mice, basically, is what you're using, right? So, to like yeah, navigate my, between your photo editing and your. Uh, so, so my right hand is. Uh, I, have a, I have a gaming mouse that has like 15 buttons on it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. And that actually, no, that actually has like a bunch of actions for like Photoshop and Lightroom. But then oh, okay. the headset actually controls all media when I'm not playing a video game. So like I have play, fast forward, rewind. But then yeah. I also have volume and then mute and all this other stuff like right here on the set. So like all that's awesome. I can be right-handed, you know, doing this and then doing this too. And nice. then also, also at my office on my right side, there's the mouse pad, but then there's also a, like a touch draw pad so that when I when I'm editing I can do that. And then I also have like a MIDI controller for like really fast editing. Wow, on top of that's the awesome. buttons. So, so you're you're set up. You're set up. Yeah. So, see, yeah. you're really then the podcast is not really adding that much more. Well, it's like an extra. It's like a two extra button presses. And I'm then, just kidding. And then type I just wanted to be that guy, fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, yeah, like at work all the time. It's like it shouldn't be that hard to just do this like other minor thing. It's like yeah, oh yeah, that'd be great. That's like asking me to like just try to stack two cards up which is usually fine except for me to put it on top of this other house of 100 cards fuck you all right like it's already <laughs> I'm like, as it, it's like for me i really try to get my my clients if it's a, a non-wedding i try to do like next day so i'm like wow. really trying to fly through stuff if not the same day and then yeah. if it's a wedding i try to get it to them uh, I think the longest I ever took was three months, but and that was like a really busy wedding season for me. Okay. But I usually try to get it within about ten to fifteen days. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's part of the value that you add is the turnaround time. So. Yeah, I try to really get it, get it, get it done quick. I think the last yeah. wedding I did, uh, last two Fridays ago, is almost done already. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for all the hard work you've been putting in. If I hadn't said so already. <laughs> We got uh, I'm expecting you know, a Alan, Alan on the sound design. So. No, you're just getting kudos from. Oh, actually, you'll get you'll get um, you'll get a cut of the proceeds from our Patreon members. Oh, so, we have a Patreon now. N- no, we don't. Which is why you're not getting <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. We should. I guess your social media your social media manager should get on that, huh? He should probably should. So Paul on the socials. There you go. Pro fat kid. Uh, worldwide food something. Sorry, I'm gonna mess wow, it up. Just botch that. Just go ahead. What is it? You plug it's, your own stuff. WorldwideFoodAdventures.com. Oh, then, Worldwide uh, Food Pro Adventures. Fat kid. Um, or no, just Paul yeah. D photo on Instagram. Okay. That one's easier. Worldwide yeah. Food Adventures. WWF Adventures is not the domain, by the way. I'm just no. I'm just making it easy for me to remember. Yeah. Worldwide Food Adventures, yep. And then Alan, 
he doesn't plug stuff because he lives in the real world. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let me let me. So I actually, hopefully, this podcast for me is only going to be about half an hour because uh, yeah, sure. I am heading to um, our Halloween store. The Halloween store is finally set up. So we have a oh, bunch it's of that time. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a bunch of scenes set up, and I we we got a bunch of models to come in. We're going to get them into. Um, some pretty risque outfits, and then take pictures of them. Okay. Being scared. Well, there you go. Being scared and having fun. There you go. Yeah. Good times. Well, Christian, you, know. you said yours is probably awesome. only going to be a, a half hour too, because. Yeah. You you actually have to work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. This is this is me uh, taking some time off for that. So, um, because I can. So. <clears throat> so I will. <laughs> It's it's weird because we've recorded enough material that like now I I'm starting to get like I'm able to be self-referential to some of our previous sort of material already. <laughs> like no, it's funny because yeah. even in dinner co- I have dinner conversation that like that, that's like endless now because I'll bring up some stuff that happened on our podcast and I'll be like oh yeah a friend told me but it's just that's the reason why it's so fresh in my mind is because it was something we talked about. Are you guys so, even like, promoting like promoting this podcast like within your friends? No. I don't think so. Maybe I have. You guys are dorks. Hold on a second. Hold on. (laughs) Because the reason I don't want to bring it on is is if I think that like they would be good to have as guests on the show. No, no. I'm just. I just tell people, hey, if uh, I have people that I talk to at work, Mm -hmm. and they they seek me out, like they'll find me and they're like, oh man, it's always good talking to you. I'm like, hey man, I have a podcast. If you want to check check that out. Oh, okay. So I send people to our podcast. Oh, there's a couple people I actively say like, you could listen to this, but I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna like this side of what you see. Oh so. no, a lot of people they know how I. Oh am. yeah. So it's like yeah. they're like, oh, we get we can get more of that. And I'm like, yes, yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> that well, that's good. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, you know, they actually no appreciate you calling us out on that. Maybe I, I got to make a more concerted effort to, to have that mindset of saying, hey, we do this thing. Well, if so you want it, check it out. A business owner, a few different businesses. Bingo. You know, yep. Self promotion. You, you have to be a self promoter all the time. Like if if I hear someone saying, "I need flowers," "I need this," I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Here's my card." Da da da. We do this, this, that. Yeah. You know, you, you learn to do your own 30 second commercial, like on the fly, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. flex it to whatever situation you're in. Yeah. No, I got you. No, that's a good. That's a good point. Just whenever, I don't know if anybody. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I was thinking like I don't know what the situation would be in, but I think my mind is just not open enough to just. Think. I'm, I'm sure. Well, there I are think it's just not. You're not used to it. You're like the type of person yeah. that Paul has become. There's services that he provides that people want to know about through his self promotion. There's not mm-hmm. really for me. There's not really any service that I provide to other people like other than just my work, where I don't self have to self promote that because I'm an employee. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, it's just me and my family and stuff, and so the conversation yeah. doesn't usually segue itself, or I don't segue it into. Uh, self-promotion or right. for Paul it, it comes up like pretty often throughout the day so this is just another one of those things for him you know yeah I mean yeah. I, I network all, all day like uh, any to any opportunity I have to network to promote the photography to promote flowers to promote Halloween mm-hmm. um, any like uh, with with Tiana doing everything she does you know yeah. I haven't anytime I have a chance anytime I'm talking to someone and I hear the need that, uh, like a need that can be fulfilled, I will yeah. definitely attack. And I shouldn't say attack it, but I'll, I'll let them know. We'll address that, it. You know, we could help. We can help you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So. I don't know what the need is that this podcast is filling. Entertainment. Entertain, huh? entertainment. 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 On car rides where you're completely – you have to be by yourself. Like you cannot be <laughs> <with> other people. <laughs> yeah, it's like porn. Weird when it's with other people. You just – it's by yourself. It's it's a single person it's entertainment. Also, uh, it makes people think about certain things. I mean we have a, a, quite a bit of like dissecting of certain like conventional situations and we'll – and we'll put our own flavor, our own twist on them to where you're like, hey, I didn't think about this aspect of that situation. Um, and I feel yeah. like, like when I'm listening to the podcasts that we have and to other people, other people's podcasts, I'm like, I'm formulating my own critiques and my own opinions in my mind based on that podcast. So I can only imagine that other people mm-hmm. will be doing that with us. You know, it's it's it, part of I it see. is entertaining, yes. Yeah, but I, I think I mean part of it is yeah. them kind of just thinking in a different way, thinking in like the bro show way <laughs> because of the things that we talk about. Right. You know, that's true. That because I, I think that um, I'm still it's still pretty self serving for me. Like why I do this show um, for listeners to listen, that's great. But really, it's like it actually just makes me a bit sharper when I when I reference things or or try to give advice or try to share things with other people. Um, like for example, the thing that you just brought about about nursing, right? You brought when you talked about nursing, in even just that one word of saying nursing, it reminded me of the episode where you talked about like how the reason, part of why the reason you do nursing, is is because of there's these uh, what you would call flashes of brilliance, you know, um, where there'd be something where you can make a huge impact on somebody's day, on somebody's life, really. Um, and that's why you do it. But in the midst of all those flashes of brilliance, there's just like a bunch of shit that you have to wade through in all of the administrivia and all of this, the dealing with other people or just other crappier situations where it wasn't flashes of brilliance. But yet at the same time, I remember you saying that like it makes up for – the flashes of brilliance makes up for a lot of the shit that you have to deal with, which is kind of par for like a job, a decent job. And so what was cool is that like just because I was able to hear that again in a podcast – I'm going to lock that moment in much more than just a single conversation because now we're not really having single conversations anymore. We're having like echoes of conversations we've had in the past. So um, I can retain them a lot better. I think the best way I can describe them is like uh, in school, I would take a lot of notes, right, as the teacher was talking. And by writing those notes, it became ingrained in my memory and in my my brain so that I can learn those things and I can do good at uh, do well at tests and stuff. But to be quite honest with you, I don't actually remember ever referring back to my notes because it was the fact that I wrote them itself was the added engagement I needed to sort of lock it in. And so by me doing a podcast, by me recording a podcast, even if nobody listens to it, I'm already benefiting in, again, a very self, uh, self-interest, selfish way. You ever, you ever sell your notes in school? Oh, no, I have no. This is Paul. <laughs> this is why you're on here. No, I have no. not sold my notes in school, but no, go ahead. It's awesome because I remember no. what would happen was uh, I, like after being in the military, I would I showed up to college and um, I remember there was a few classes like biology, physics, whatever, and um, they would well, watch me scribble stuff down, but then not really – you know, and have like smart ass, smart ass uh, questions and stuff in the middle of class. But then, what would happen is I would either ace the test or finish it really early, whatever. And then people were like, "How the hell are you doing that? Like, what, like, what kind of notes are you taking? How do you study?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "I don't think you guys are really ready for that." You know, um, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll sell you my notes for twenty bucks. 
I see. And yeah. So, yeah, so, so you, you would give them your notes, and then what they get is potentially the answers they are looking for, but no no, no guarantees. Well, they just got your notes, and well, they can do what, what no, they want. So on top of selling notes, I would also offer tutoring at uh, 20 bucks an hour. Okay. <laughs> so your 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 uh, mark your, your actually your notes became marketing material for like Yeah. <laughs> this is so classic like oh, well, I can sell you the notes and then I can also sell you how to interpret the notes yeah, that I just gave you. Man, yeah. this little like, self oh, you bought the computer. You bought the computer. <laughs> That's so this little self-promotion thing. This little so, self-promotion yeah. thing started way early with you. I can I can see you like at your own daycare like selling other kids diapers and then saying, "Dude, I can even change it for you if the price is right." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like check, see, yeah. check out how my diaper is put on. I did that myself. <laughs> I did that myself. <laughs> I can put my own diapers on, so I, I always have that that wet strip zone right in the middle. Notice yeah. that when you're doing, so, when you have like a certain so, occupation for um, enough time, you you notice that there's certain qualities about what, like that make you good at your occupation that you kind of already had, and then I also notice that the occupation has kind of transformed you into the type of person that would be good at that occupation. I feel like. Like, for example, oh, the, it's a chicken egg thing, or it's like a um, I'm sorry, a, a positive feedback loop. Kind of, yeah, but positive on the front end and the back end. Like, so for example, um, we I had a um, uh, I was at work uh, like a couple weeks ago, and then the plant manager was walking through, just kind of seeing how everyone was doing, making his rounds or whatever, right? And then when he left, uh, one of my other coworkers, just a peer of mine, was like, "Man, you think that um, he gets stressed out?" I'm like, "I guess so, probably. Why?" He goes. I don't know, like, it seems like with plant managers, um, like, at ours, at our place, there's been a lot more turnover with, like, manager types than there have been with uh, operator types. You know, with us, you kind of, if you want to stay there, it seems like you can stay there forever. But with managers, it seems like they're a little bit more interchangeable at our job. But he said, he said like, uh, this, this peer of mine was like, um, I don't know, I wonder if he's always thinking, like, um, that they want to fire him because of something our company is doing wrong or if he's always thinking that he has to look for another job and stuff. I said, I don't know. I feel like when you're a manager, that part of it is just kind of comes with the territory. Like, I think the skills it takes to be at that level of manager, um, they, they transfer into other companies and other department and, and other industries and stuff. Whereas for me, like maybe the specific chemicals I make, no one else is going to care that I make them, you know? But, um, I think it's just he would have worry he would have for whether his job's on the line or whether he would have to look for a new job or something. I, I equate that with me having to work on Christmas Eve or work on my birthday. Like, it's just part of the job. Mm. Like, it's a part of the job that I'm used to, like, just working on holidays, nights, weekends, yeah. whatever, where I think a part of his job is like, look, I don't know if I'm going to be here for as long as forever but while i'm here i'm gonna do a good job mm -hmm. and if i happen to leave I, I intend on doing a good job somewhere else do you remember that you movie know, so hero with dustin hoffman he has that whole speech about like i think it's called hero that the uh about like you're talking about with the sh where where he saves a bunch of people from the plane something like that but he's his normal like his role he, he doesn't look at himself as a hero but like he ends up uh -huh. i think yeah he, he he talks i remember this this monologue he gives about like like Everybody, everybody's got shit to deal with, basically, and so you have to. Okay. The only thing is, you just have to like, kind of, once you know that everybody's got their own shit to deal with, you just have to be able to like embrace 
you know, kind of no pun intended, but like embrace your own shit, so to speak, <laughs> so that you can so that you can kind of navigate through through life. But it's like, um, so I, that's what I thought the movie was. I can't remember though. Um, but I just remember he was uh, he was talking about something to do with shit and toilet paper and like you have to you know like you have to deal with your own shit and everybody has shit that they have to deal with. But, like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I agree know. with yeah. it. Yeah, because like yeah. I know, like for like I know at the, the engineers at our work, they have a lot of like design issues. Like, hey, there's a problem. You have to create a solution. You have to invent a solution to fix it. Otherwise, you're not being a good engineer. And for me, like, because I I was I aspired to be an engineer, like to work as an engineer for a while. And I thought that that would, that would be a very stressful situation. Where like, man, what if I kind of have engineering writer's block <laughs> and I just can't create something? Like, I don't. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, I. Like when you say you look at it and that's like what what happens if I get stressed out? For me, I look at that and go, dude, that must be so exciting to be able to do that every day. Like the opportunity, every to kind really of stress to show like, off. You feel like every day. You feel like every you feel like every kind of stress is exciting. Yes, yes. that's the way I look at it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that it's easier to see it in some stressful situations than others. Like some of them, I'm like, wow, that, that I think I would perform well at this one. Other ones, I'm like, man, I'm glad that ain't me. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, screwed. I was gonna say, yeah, because I was gonna say for for every every you you every piece of uh, like every piece of stress that like you'd be willing to handle, you would incorporate that as part of your job or your life or your passion or your hobbies mm-hmm. or something. But every every piece of stress where you don't want to handle, you typically would pay somebody else to handle. You would that. externalize it, right? You would externalize, or, or, it, yeah, or you yeah. would avoid it. I mean, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. You would just make sure. See if if, if you can make, uh, making that avoid making yeah, that part so of your life. So you or avoid that situation altogether. To make that not take away from what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. like from your your focus. Yeah. So no, I get that. And yeah. like I said, for me, um, str- like for me, the way I try to look at stress and problems. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not always successful. I, I'm usually pretty successful at, at, at turning it around mm-hmm. and, and, and giving myself a chance to really to, to take it head on and enjoy it. It seems like it, that's a kind of also, again, another entrepreneurial mindset sort of thing because typically a lot of yeah. problems are seen as like opportunities for problem solving. And they're like, well, and a lot of uh, businesses actually get birthed out of, well, I was trying to find a solution to this problem I was having and... I couldn't find anything out there, so I had to come up with a solution myself. And also, it bothered me so much that that drove my passion into finding the solution because that's how much it bothered me. And that's me. true. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that there was – like when you have that entrepreneurial mindset, like like me personally, I, feel, I don't feel like I have that. I feel like, well, I could go out and try to find a solution for this or I could go out and try to tackle this stressful situation head on. I don't know if it's worth the amount of resources that I, I feel like it's going to take. Mm-hmm. In order for me to to go that route, so maybe yeah, in a way, in a way, like I would think that um, you know the, the people who have these sorts of businesses, their personality is such that like things bother them and annoy them and get to them way more than than you, for example, because uh-huh. like you're pretty mellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like your your mellowness has actually acted as a it's a as hindrance a, uh, as a negative as a yeah. hindrance to becoming. The sort of solution finder that that you you want to be because it would just be like nah because because that that turns into I don't have a better word for it so but it's not the right word but it's like a sense of a laziness about the situation yeah where you're just like eh, I think, I think you know what things I'll just become stagnant a- apathy a- there you go apathy there you go yeah so yeah thank you Paul so Paul correct me if I'm wrong but I've heard that um, 
with like with a new business you want like people have a certain amount of desperation that is a, is required in order to like get the business up and up and running you know i'm not i'm or not sure pers- persevere or to persevere maybe yeah i don't know yeah because those cuz those situations are going to come up to where there's going to be obstacles and stressful situations and and if you don't have it in you to kind of to to man up and deal with them then I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe this ain't the right path for for your future. You know. Oh yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a lot of obstacles that come up, and mm-hmm. you just like a lot of other people are just like this is shitty. Yeah. This is just this is this is shitty. But you know, like I said, if, if it presents an opportunity, mm-hmm. then you know, uh, lets you like I said, as an engineer, you get to create a solution, you get to manufacture a solution. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's for me that's yeah. fun. Like that's. That's uh. That's well, not you really have stressful. the two parts, right? The one part is the the ability to get bothered by something so that it tickles you enough that you you're gonna have a passion about trying to solve it, and then the second part is the actual uh, combination of either confidence, uh, cockiness, or foolishness to think you were the one who's gonna solve that problem, so it's gonna drive you forward, you know? Well, I I think what happens is you just get a little. You, once you get that taste of. Uh, of the the like of the smaller success. Okay. You go wait if I if I've done this but like wait I had a challenge before yeah. and I knocked it out and that felt good like wait a second like I can go mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. you know and then you do bigger and then you go wait I can yeah, go bigger. Yeah. So that's more that's confidence because you know? confidence for me comes from uh, evidence from past successes. So yes, absolutely. I think there there is a curve though that you really that it's hard to stray too far away from. Like, if that if that curve is really steep, if like if you try to build a roller coaster when you don't even know how to start, like you know the first, it like that's not a bad that's a bad example. But well, you're talk- when you're, you're talking about a curve, still, are you referring to like a learning curve or a or a challenge well, curve or something? I'm like that? Just, I'm, yeah, I'm like a growth curve. Growth curve, okay. Like yeah, for the for the situation that Paul's talking about, he's like, okay, I want to go bigger. I want to go bigger. Well, can you get to like that fifth level of bigger? When you're only at phase one, you know what I'm no, saying? You have to. You have to. It, you, I mean, just like with everything else, you know, you have to take smaller yeah. steps. You, you take the same amount of steps. It's just it's it's how long are the strides? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, how many strides? How long mm-hmm. are the strides? I and mean, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. But you know, you're not going to get to level five without going through levels two, three, and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to, to, I mean, I mean, or or without some, or or like with, or, or you could do it, but it wouldn't be. It would be a fluke, and so therefore you wouldn't be able to count it as a true confidence. It would be like false confidence, because or or like you, you would get a flash, but then it would just uh, you wouldn't be able to get it consistently. Yeah, that happens too. Right, right. I mean, it's the the being able to recreate mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Hey, do you mind if uh, before we we close in a bit, do you mind if I try to read out this quote that I found from that movie? Um, Let's do it. So it's from, from Hero. Sure. Uh, and the guy's name is uh, Bernie LaPlante, and uh, it's played by Dustin Hoffman. He says, uh, you remember when I said how I was going to explain about life, buddy? Well, the thing about life is it gets weird. People are always talking to you about the truth. Everybody always knows what the truth is, like it was toilet paper or something, but uh, and, and uh, like it was toilet paper or something, and they got a supply in the closet. But what you learn as you get older is there ain't no truth. All there is is bullshit. Pardon my vulgarity here. Layers of it. One layer of bullshit on top of another. And what you do in life, 
like when you get older is you pick the layer of bullshit that you prefer and that's your bullshit so to speak so that's kind of the quote you know like everybody in life there's no real you know truth so to speak it's just all bullshit oh no i tell but you I, you just pick the layer you just pick what you're comfortable with and so just like there's no silver bullet to to you know the jobs that we take uh for example or the professions we take it's all bullshit, but you're comfortable with doing certain things, and and you know that's that's your lane. Your that, I guess I guess that's what they call it now is you know that's your lane. You try to stay in your lane, you know. I I, I tell people that when you look at other people, like do you want to trade your problems for yeah, their problems? Yeah, because everybody's got problems. That's true. You know, everybody has problems. Yeah. It's just you. My set of problems is going to be much different from somebody right. else's. So you know and. Like, you know, you guys being fathers and, and, and family men, you know, your problems are going to different from mine as, you know, a guy who owns his own business and also yep. runs as a nurse. But then I know the people that I look like that I kind of want to emulate and have their kind of success. I look at I look at their problems and I'm like, I wouldn't mind having mm-hmm, those problems. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that they, you know, on the, like from their perspective, they are looking mm-hmm. up as well. Like I want a different set of problems too. So I mean, you have to kind of graduate into those problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't graduate into those problems until you solve the problems that you're the level that you're at. Right, already. and then you can't you can't solve the problems that you're at already without growth, without be changing who you are as a person. Yeah, without w- right and yeah yeah without without being good at solving the problems underneath your yeah. Level. But the but the problems underneath your level they're not problems anymore because you're like. They're just more uh, like they just check you to make sure that you know how to solve those problems. They're not actual real problems anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just the mm-hmm. the part of you know. They're just kind of like a part of life now. They're, it's like breathing. You know, getting air is not a problem for me. Yeah. It was a problem that I solved, and therefore, you know, yeah. Now yeah. it's now it's second nature. I, li- yeah. I like to I, I give like my metaphor is plumbing. Like you have you know you have a flowing river and then like think about all the problems that had to be solved to get to where where you have multiple taps and showers within a house yeah you just think about every single innovation that had right to right right for yeah that to happen. just so you could flip a you know turn something in water and like yeah yeah so something first like, becomes uh absurd then it becomes like criticized and then it becomes like the truth and then right after it becomes the truth then it becomes like like foolish that you didn't like that, that the previous knowledge was like we believe that shit like we believe the earth was flat like it was so now the 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 anti of the belief is like a preposterous now so it goes completely full like 180 so but yep yeah. all right i think we're at about time right now all right so we're gonna stop recording and uh this is good <laughs>